gotta start this way. It's only right. Welcome into the work shoot show. Work yes, shoot we have a name show. now. The work shoot show. This is episode two. I'm joined by my co-host, my guy, Mr. Peter McGinn. Pete, how you doing? doing we great. are here for Grand Slam review, baby. Yeah, that was that was a pretty entertaining show. I got some words, but I think for the most part, I had a really good time watching this. I agree. There were some things that like, ooh, it stuck out to me like a sore thumb, and I was like, oh. But for the most part, like you said, it was an entertaining show. And I can say, no matter about the choices, really, I can say all the matches were entertaining for the most part. I would say all but one. Yeah, okay. Yes. I'm interested to see which one you say, because I feel the same way. And yeah. with, one, with one of them, I was more concerned with the after than the match itself. And I'm pretty sure we're talking about the same one. But we'll yeah. save that. Uh, so on this episode, we're going to be ba- our main discussion is going to be AEW Grand Slam review. We're going to give it some ratings, a uh, one through five situation. Uh, what's Moxley's finisher? We're going we to give it one through five. Uh, uh, Moxley's? I, got, I, I got my own. Oh, what you got? Uh, what you got? What I got, you I got my own week? rating for each match. Ooh, okay. So okay. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of free ball it. And if you want to play off of me, we can do that. Otherwise, you do your own thing. But. Yeah, I'll, pro- I'll probably uh, play off you. Yeah, let me let me do my range first, and then you can go as well. Gotcha. Well, before we get to AEW, because that's the that's like the main thing. There's a couple, like just two or three WWE things we really got to talk about real quick. And starting off, Roman Reigns taking on Logan Paul at the Saudi event. It came out today. Well, it came out last week, and yep. they had a press conference. But it came out today that the Saudi prince personally requested for Logan Paul. And he was like, this would be the biggest match in history, blah, blah. I've heard wrestling fans say that the Saudi universe doesn't count uh, because they've, they've had things happen over there. I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but like, if it doesn't count, then like, what's the, what the, you know, the point of that, you know, I've watched a few crown jewels and I've been pretty disappointed <laughs> almost every single time I've watched it. It is one of, if not my least favorite pay-per-view, I will probably, I'll probably not watch the pay-per-view itself, but I personally, okay, so here's the thing. Logan Paul is a huge name. They want eyes on the product. This makes sense. Facing Roman Reigns, though, I don't think makes any sense. I uh, I mean, we all know what's going to happen. I, I'm not really looking forward to, like, this match at all. The press conference was amazing because Roman is just Roman. a god. <laughs> yeah. So like that, I mean, honestly, that's probably going to be the highlight of this whole thing is the press conference. So that, it kind of worries me. If I hear word from other people, I might check out it, check it out later. But I'm probably skipping this pay-per-view, to be honest. Hey, I don't blame you. I'm, I'll watch it for us. and I'll let you know what it is. But like, man, I, I just don't know what like Logan Paul. Don't get twisted. I've watched his two matches. He's good. But like, he what is, is he good. Gonna, what is he going to do against Roman? And I think Logan Paul is. This is something where you you beat him down, I guess, build him up later, like when he's more experienced, if he wants to do WWE, because I think he could, but I just don't know. You're not beating Roman, but I should have known when I watched that impulsive podcast when Roman was on there that that was coming up. I should have I known because they were talking, yeah. they were they were leading to that. I think it's going to be like, I think he's a, Logan's going to have to do like hijinks or something like that to like even stand a chance. But I mean, it's just like, 
I, I need some level of like threat. Some <laughs> level like what are the odds that Roman wins? Probably ninety nine point nine percent that he wins is my guess. So and the only worth... way he doesn't is if if would they say the stuff that happens in the Saudis doesn't count? Yeah, it's and yeah, it, nothing like really ever like changes. Like the belts really don't change on Crown Jewel. If they do, it's like the twenty four seven title or something <laughs> like that. Like who cares? So it's just one of those things where. And they, I think it's on at like nine in the morning or something like oh, that. Oh, so I might not even watch it. Yeah, if it's that early, then no so, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll go on. I'll go on Reddit. I'll see the results. If somebody says like, "Hey, this match was fire," I'll, I'll check it out. But yeah, honestly, just skipping most of it. One hundred percent. Well, just had to touch on that. Another thing, real quick. I think it's interesting. Triple H, man, he's saying, "Look, Vince is out of here. This is my show." Survivor Series, War Games, bringing back the NXT. For two matches, we'll get a men's war games and a, and a women's war games. But still, I think that's pretty, pretty dope. And then Seth Rollins in, in uh, just more Triple H matches. Seth Rollins and um, Riddle are fighting in like this, this only submission or knockout match inside like this pit. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of like the red versus blue side of um, Survivor Series. The one time that they did it with NXT, I was super jacked for. But like, there's no like rivalry between red versus blue anymore, so it doesn't really make sense for that anymore with Survivor Series. I like this more where it's like let's build something and then have five dudes or ten dudes, I guess, go against each other. Yeah. Ten girls go against each other and have and, that style. And, and that's what he said. Games is the best. I I don't think there's ever been a bad War Games match in WWE. Even like the worst War Games match is like a four star. <laughs> and that's what Triple H said. Triple H was like, we're past the era of like Raw versus SmackDown because yeah. everybody's on every show anyway. It doesn't matter. I'm thinking it's got to be the bloodline in Sami Zayn versus another five. It, it has to be. And, this is, <laughs> and then, so if you want, this is like the perfect opportunity for the bloodline to lose mm -hmm. because it doesn't really hurt them. If no belts like, on the line. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if like everybody, but like I can see it where like everybody gets smoked. It's like Roman versus five of them. And he takes out like four and loses to like Bobby Lashley or something like that. See, okay. Like, wait, I got a pitch for you. Okay, I, this has been going it. around the internet and I had to, this is a perfect way to just bring up Dexter Loomis as well. So you saw the white rabbit thing, right? Oh, I that's yeah, that's what they're doing with the white rabbit is insane. This okay. is so good. So do you think it's going to be what they're saying how it's Bray Wyatt bringing all of his funhouse characters to like life? Dexter Loomis is one of them. Um Ooh. Dexter um, Loomis and the Bray Wyatt table would be insane. Yep. Uh Carrying Cross is one of them. Scarlet's one insane. of them. And That'd then and obviously Braun Strowman's the last one. And and that equals 5 if you count Bray Wyatt. So we got Bray Braun, Dexter, Kyrian, and who's the fifth? Uh, well, Bray. Scarlet's, oh yeah, Scarlet. Well, Scarlet wouldn't count. So I don't like know. I don't know. Card? I don't. I think we would need a wild card. Yeah. Would Would they bring back um? Who's the redheaded beard guy? Oh no, Buddy Buddy Matthews is in. Uh, no, not Buddy Matthews. Uh, um. What's oh, I know you're talking about the giant. Oh, I'm look. Okay, I'm looking at him. The bald head guy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, what's his? Oh man, what is his name? Eric yeah. Rowan, that's his yeah, name. Yeah, okay. You bring back Eric Rowan and have that stable. Like that, that I'd would be, be pop. I'd, and then okay, we were talking about this earlier, where Cody Rhodes was like, I thought the only person that could beat Roman Bray Wyatt could could do it. I think if they want to establish something, 
You could have Bray. You could get the title off of Roman and have Bray be the new heel faction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you, and he could cheat, and it'd be fine. And ooh, this is spicy. That, Survivor Survivor Games is that's oh man, I'm it really has a chance to be that. something. That's just what people are saying. Like that could be the possible team that fights uh, the Bloodline. Because if not, I mean, if not, it's probably just gonna be Bobby KO Seth and like. Just a bunch of random people, and then yeah, just th- just throwing people together. Or, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, because you could do like Gunther, mm. his two lackeys, Bobby Lashley, and like I don't know uh, KO. Because yeah, yeah, something like that. You could do something Take like the that, champions, I, and then like the, the the most winning person right now. Yeah, I'm all for like the White Rabbits versus the Bloodline. That would be oh my god, that'd be insane. That'd be that would make war games so intense. And then like, of course, Bla- Bray would have like his flair on it. So like, oh, I'd be into that. So, yeah. but Survivor Series war games, and I feel like the women's faction is gonna be Damage Control versus Bianca Belair squad. They just add two more people to each yeah, side. Yeah, <laughs> you could get yeah Damage Control, and you could get like um. What what's uh what's Mandy Rose's group called again? Oh uh, yeah yeah. Uh, Fatal Attraction. You can get like you can grab like Mandy Rose and some just heal girls from like NXT or something mm-hmm. like like bring on work, like yeah. bring on the tag team champ well the former tag team champions to join uh Bianca side if you want yeah or you can go get Young Nikita Lions and someone else I'm Team Nikita baby oh uh, Nikita Lions is gonna be. <laughs> A, a star. mega star. Yeah. Oh my god, she is. She has. She has a jetpack strapped onto her back, and she's going to the moon. Like Just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. She's insane. She's gas. So that's pretty much all our WWE thoughts for for this week. I just want to say the Dexter Loomis thing. I'm following closely. Just yeah. like what he's doing. To, I just want to know what he did to Miz. Yeah. <laughs> like, how how sick and twisted are we getting with this guy? I I he's got the look for like yeah, sick twisted. Uh, he'd fit perfect with Bray Wyatt. Oh my god, I want that so bad. Exactly. All right, let's jump to the main discussion of the show. Work shoot show. We're doing AEW Grand Slam review. We're going to go through each match, give it our rating, discuss the matches, discuss what can come from these storylines and, you know, just where AEW goes from here. So let's start off with the first one up top. I would say the absolute most shocking match. (laughs) Like, just didn't see this coming. Claudio Castagnoli versus Jericho. The results are in. Me and Pete both got it wrong, and Peter's, Pete's making me uphold the standard, even though if you listen to the episode, we told you that would happen. Like, we were like, man, only way Jericho wins is some cheating shenanigans happen. He does that, he gets it, and I even said, this is for the this is literally fighting for the custody of Daniel Garcia, because yeah. he was in the back, like, man, you really just screwed Ring of Honor. Is this a push to make, real quick, is, is this a push to make Daniel Garcia Ring of Honor champion? Uh, I feel like it's more of so like right now ROH doesn't have like a TV contract. Yeah, and I think that if you had the name Chris Jericho attached to build it up a mm. belt, it, it it's a higher selling point. I still don't get it because he's going on tour, and I know <laughs> he did this in the past where he has gone on tour and still done shows where like he'll just get on a plane, wrestle, and then get back on a plane and go somewhere else. So he has done that before. He's just 51 years old, and I don't yeah. think I just didn't think that was gonna happen again. But they said, screw it, let's throw the belt on Jericho, which is shocking because what are you gonna do with Claudio now? Like, I don't I have no idea. It fit him so perfect because 
He's just a good wrestler in the in the match. The match itself was good, man. I loved all those. Like, I felt like the storyline in the match, I thought it was going to be, damn, Claudio does all his moves. Now what does he do? How does he beat Jericho? And I thought he was going to find a way to overcome it, but he doesn't. I'm assuming you give him maybe a rematch because Claudio was so good in that match, man. Even And I got to give it to Jericho. The reversal uh, uh, Ricola bomb that he, when he flipped, I was like, man, dude's old, but he's pulling off. It, it was. I would say like this. It was a well orchestrated match that some that faltered a little bit. There was a few times where I saw Jericho kind of slip up, especially at the end with the ref interference. He kind of kind of slipped it up with how that was handled. Um, and it's just like it just comes with age. Like he's not as smooth as he was before. However, for a fifty-one year old, he is he's killing it. Like yeah, that's real. That and that I'm I'm taking that into consideration because when you saw him when I saw him reverse the I was like, damn, I didn't know he could still do this. Yeah, I thought it was like a good kickoff match. It got him winning, I think, was a surprise to most people. I think it got the crowd a little bit like, oh, shit, like anything it, is it, possible it tonight. It did. I, th- I thought that was pretty good for it. However, it's like long term storytelling. I don't get it. Me neither. Like, That's where I'm like, because mm, I was really buying into Claudio Castagnoli. Me too. I, and I, it's it's perfect for him. Like, does he go fight Daniel Garcia now? Like, I'm assuming he'll get a rematch because Jericho cheated. Yeah, yeah, and he did, yeah. and hopefully didn't they shake do. after, didn't like, didn't abide by the Ring of Honor terms or whatever. Yeah, so it was, it was a little like, was the match fine? Yes, it was. And then, but and then I start scratching my head, and I tried not to like that affect like my rating for like the the match itself, but I think it kind of did. Unfortunately, I'm just a, I'm just a little confused. I don't want to like. In the words of Jay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna let it cook. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna see what happens before I start like. Down in it, going on these rants or whatever. So overall, I thought this was a solid um, kickoff match. Give us your rating, brother. I'm gonna give it two and a half Judas effects. Ooh, okay, okay, I like that. It's like two and a half, three Judas effects. Okay, and see that that means that like uh, that tells me I'm not off base. You went two and a half, and I, I like that name. I'm gonna use it. I'll go. 2.75 2.75 Judas effects because I thought it was damn near a three, but you're right. I the after's clouding my mind. But yeah. like you said, we're gonna let it cook. I like that. Ooh, you set the you set the tone perfectly. All right. And just for, just for the listeners, two and a half is just like that's like getting a B on like a paper. It was it was good. It was yep. good. And like that was, that and I was thinking B plus. So cool, yeah. perfect. We're right. Anything that's like like under that under two and a half is where you get into that C territory. Yeah, that when it's when it's a two, you don't start nitpicking like some things went wrong, blah 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 stuff like that, which we will get to later. Which I, <laughs> I love the matches that I have a problem with. <laughs> and speaking of, let's get to the next match. I was wrong with this one. Pete gets the first number on the board. I am zero and two right now. Pete is one in one with Pack versus Orange Cassidy. Look, man, I. I I said Orange was going to wrestle his ass off. He wrestled his ass off. Thought he would have got it. Pat got it for some cheating stuff. Maybe this builds a storyline with them, which makes it interesting for me. Or we're just throwing Orange around and letting him wrestle. We shall see. But I thought the match was good. I thought this match was solid. Um, I actually had a buddy of mine watch this with me who who has never, never watched wrestling before. Did he like it? He he was re- he was more intrigued with like the rules behind it, like hey, how long can I be outside of the ring for? Hey, why isn't this a pin? 
and so like he was a little getting a little bit into it so shout out to miles for that hopefully he starts watching wrestling but that's awesome i was trying to explain orange cassie's character to him where it's like he doesn't really care Mm -hmm. Uh, he's kind of like a jokester and he only really did it kind of once this match Mm -hmm. which i thought was great he was like it showed he cared about pop that's the thing and that's why i think they got to do a rematch because there's something there. That was the first time where, like, even the announcers, like, Excalibur and, and Taz are saying it. It's like, man, Orange is showing the most emotion we've ever seen. And, like, yeah. and like I loved it because I, I think it was when Pac was making fun of him for his little tapping. And when he shotgunned him out of there, that, after that, that it was spot full was, blast. That spot was so good. Mm-hmm. I, I just assumed that he's going to go, like, because he started the match hot. Yep. In the middle of the match, he started doing the 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 stereotypical shank kicks. I was like, all right, he's getting kind of back in the character, but he's just like, nah. I was nah, like, we're going up for this, yep. this shotgun drop kick. I was like, yo, like Orange Cassie's like killing it. Like that's the Orange Cassie I fell in love with fighting Will Osprey. I had I had a fantastic time with this match. I really enjoyed uh, the result of the match because it showed that oh, yeah. like when orange is serious like sometimes you have to pull out the stops to get the win where i didn't like jericho cheating in this match i like pack cheating in this match a lot. i did too he's the thought, bastard pack like it, he, it, like that's he's him. the bastard he got caught off guard um he didn't take orange seriously he yep. hates losing like everything about it it's like there's a grudge there and where like you said unlike with jericho and claudio or whatever they do with ring of honor there's a storyline here for the ACC belt and it's making it matter. Yes, it is. And it's, they're making it matter with, I, I, I can see with pack, but I think doing it with orange Cassie is kind of a challenge. And I think they're doing a great job with it. Yeah. My only like real complaint with this match is that it wasn't longer. I agree. I, I would have loved that. These are two insanely athletic wrestlers. Um, when Pac did got DDT'd by Orange Cassidy and he like arched, I thought he broke his back. Back and then he did it again. I yeah, was like, I was oh my like, gosh. I was just blown away by what how Pac was selling this. It made Orange Cassidy look like a million bucks, which is what you're supposed to do. And yeah, I mean, MVP for the night was I thought Pac and Orange Cassidy like are real. Okay, they I'm, they killed it. I love this match. Would you? Would you giving it? Uh, let's see. What, what you rating it? This one? Yeah, I th- I really I only think that my only complaint with this was that because he cheated, it ended faster. So it, I think it makes sense. I would have loved to see a longer match on like a real pay per view where this was uh 13 minutes. If they can give me 20 plus. Yeah. I think you could do something that would like showcase them completely. I'm giving this three and a half cups of orange juice. This was Ooh, okay. This was, this was no pulp, delicious orange juice on this match. Okay, I like that. Okay, so it's definitely not a three for me, but it's not a four. I don't want to do the same thing as you three five. You can because I'm gonna give another match my my match of the night. So I'm gonna go three point two five cups of orange juice it was damn good okay i I, i'll take that yeah damn good match shout out to orange cassidy and Pac. that's a man they when we discuss mvp we'll get to it but now the next one this is one we called lens on the board one and two pete two and one we we called this but again even to the point that we said of what does it actually mean when they show ftr on the screen after I was like, oh, my gosh, like, are, are we really setting up 
the acclaim versus FTR. Like, is that gonna happen? And we're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting FTR versus Gun Club. It looks like. <laughs> yeah. True. Oh yeah. I forgot about those. Even the people that we even shit on more. That's yeah. we're getting our favorite tag team versus. <laughs> yeah, I. We can talk about that later, but this match. I fucking love this match. This match was awesome. There was only one part of this match that I I feel like when I don't know if Max was supposed to fall. I don't know if he was supposed to. I I have have one real issue with it. It It might be the same thing, but so let's start with the acclaim in general. They are nuclear on fire hot. Uh, scissor me daddy the fact that that is as (laughs) over as it is is just wild and then they were doing it to like the the crowd yeah the crowd was like scissor me daddy I was like what the fuck is happening only in wrestling does this happen Uh, Max Caster most of the time when he comes out and does like his little rap thing is pretty good there's sometimes where it's misses I thought this one was incredible yeah I thought he hit this week they got an Andrew Como reference in New York was great. <laughs> that was a, that was the bar where I was like, okay. And also Escalibur selling DJ Woo Kid. I was yeah. like, yeah, I got down with it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, no Jr. Might have been hidden. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> J, Jr. needs to. I, I think Jr. needs to either do like a pay per view every like six months or just retire. Be, yeah, because when he said that Will Osprey thing, that's what set it off. Yeah. <laughs> But back to this match, yeah, no, bars were great. Uh, when Bowens was like, New York, when he's about to say the claim, bro, it it was just nuts. I felt I felt for swerving Keith Lee because it was like, man, like, how do you respond after the crowd just goes so nuts for those dudes? And even Taz said that he was like, ooh, they got to regroup after the crowd. <laughs> and and, the, and the, I think they know that, I mean, they're, they've are they been wrestlers for a very long time. I think they know, like, when it's your time to give up the belt. And it's the your acclaim, time, yeah. When the acclaim is hotter than FTR and the Bucks, that says something. It and does. I think they're, they're totally cool with losing the belts. I personally like Keith Lee and Swerve as singles instead of tag team anyway. I, I hate their tag team name. I think Swerve in Our Glory is just an awful... It didn't even in general. It's been even the match showed what I've been hating about them for so long. Just when they came out, they didn't feel like a team. It was like, okay, this wrestler and this wrestler, we're going to go match. Even fabulous being there. I was like, oh, this just doesn't even feel connected. Like, yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel like anything. And like you said, Swerve's so good with those kicks and everything. I feel like he could have a great singles run. Yeah. I love just Swerve, just going solo, going crazy in his solo, like in his solo matches from before. And that's what fits him. And they kind of set up where they might feud. Um, Swerve Swerve hit Keith Lee with like a, I don't know, like a microwave or something. Yeah, something over there. And then at the end of the match, when Keith Lee was trying to shake the claim's hand, he was trying to call Swerve over. They like showed because TV's not showing us everything, but they yeah. was, they on TikTok they post all the like the and Swerve didn't want to go shake their hands and Keith Lee like shook his head. He was like, "Come on, man!" So like that's that's a possibility as well. The breakup situation. Hmm. Um. I thought that Keith did a really good job at selling some of the moves that um Bowens and Caster did to him just because he's a big guy. Yeah. He got knocked on the giant. And I thought that when they did, it felt really impactful. I thought that was a really good part of the match. The first time he, uh, after Bowens tagged out, because Bowens, when it first started, Bowens can get a hit on. 
when Caster did the flip and Taz was like, oh no, don't do it. And then when he did it, it just yeah. like, it was like, man. And it was, was seamless. Seem- a lot of times they do like the thing where like, they're like, oh, I can't get him up the first time. I can't get him up the second time. Like the third me- time I got it. This was just like one fellow. So yep. it's like, oh shit. Like it, what? It made me buy into Caster as, I don't want to say the lead man of this squad, but like as like a legitimate wrestler, like a yeah, legitimate no, sure. threat. It reminds me of, I think it was like a Roman Brock match where like Roman hit Brock with like all of his moves and then Brock kicked out at one and you're like, oh shit. Like, yeah. It was like the opposite of that with this. Just like, oh, they just flipped Keith Lee like a pancake. Like this is going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. That was one thing I thought that was really well done. Another thing that I liked a, a lot about this is they, uh, they solidified that the acclaim are legit heels. Like they are going to be heels going forward. And so you, thought, you think you think that? Oh, man. Well, I mean, Billy Gunn cheated. <laughs> he he gave him a famous for essentially to set the win. But it so. felt like a, that moment. It just I feel like they have this thing where they're so over, man, to where it's like, I don't know how you make them heal because people, I love that moment. I was like, fuck yeah, daddy. Ass. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was great. But I, I think what you we had with the acclaimed is they they were kind of in between whether they're face okay. or heel. They're they're getting the pop like their faces, and then in the ring they are like mostly heel, but sometimes it's like in between. Mm-hmm. And I thought this solidified them. It's like you can still cheer for them and be. I mean, MJF is gets cheered like crazy. Yeah, you can still be healed. You can still get cheered for and be true. But like, All right, that's a good point. You have daddy ass on your side. Utilize them. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that and that's what they did, and they got the belts because of it. The only real problem I had with this match was Max Caster sort of like selling his knee at a point. Okay, so do you and think do you think he's hurt or you think that was no. a, was fa- okay. I think but like I thought I don't think it was I'm pretty sure it was just like part of the storyline with the match but with him making that missing that jump. That was my only I was like is this real? Is this fake? Yeah. Like and I just think because AEW had so many injuries recently that like that might not be something we should play around. If it comes with. out it's real then this take is going to be bad but like I thought that like it kind of they kind of like brushed it off because at the end, Bowen's got the slam, and then Max Caster went up and did the elbow drop. Yep, and then it was over. And like he did that so seamlessly, like he wasn't hurt anymore. That's like my only like real problem with the match. Other than that, I thought this was a, a fantastic match. This was probably my match of the night. I had a great time with it. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Boom! This is the match that I had to give higher. I was like. This is the one, and then, like, we'll get to Mox and thing, but I'm yeah. with you. This 100% match of the night. Shout out to the boys, Platinum Max Caster, and my man Bowens. Also, shout out to Bowens because, like, I know this is this is something with me and you, two uh, straight males, but I think this is big for representation of how Bowens is a member of the LB- LGBTQ community. So that's awesome that they have an openly uh, gay man who's the champion. So good. Shout out to him. Yeah, no, that that is great. And he even tweeted about it today that he was kind of getting just like, hey, like we can do this. Like it was, yep. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I thought it was, re- I think how they represent that in AEW is fantastic. Like not only with him, but like Sunny Kiss and some other people. It's just, it's just great. AEW is a very progressive company, and you, we see that one hundred percent. So, what you, what you rating this, Pete? Yep. So I gave the last match three point five. This was my match of the night. I'm just gonna go a smidge above it. I'm gonna go. 3.75 scissor me daddy <laughs> okay nice i'm a little bit ahead of you i'm giving it a solid 
Well, they, I'm giving it a solid four. I'm sticking with it. I loved it. Solid four, scissor me daddies out here. Best match, match of the night. Yep. And uh, MVP, well, I guess we'll save it, but Bowens might be a contender for MVP, man. Like he Of the he, night or the, for the match? For the match. Man, I I think I'm gonna go with Keith Lee. I thought he Ooh, was. Okay. Re- I thought he was really good in this match. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. No, I, Keith, Keith did a good job. Like Keith is the reason why they were able to go over so hard is because yeah. he he sold it. Like it really wasn't Swer- Swerve. I don't know if that's a thing, but Swerve really wasn't the one that was getting attacked in this match. It was more so Keith yeah. Lee. Yeah, they kind of like. Uh, Swerve would like do his offense. He kind of gets smacked and kind of like thrown out of the ring. Mm-hmm. But but I feel like uh, Keith was the one that was like in the ring taking the bumps, that type of thing. And I just thought that he just did a really good job of presenting himself as a threat, but then also giving the respect to Bowens and Caster, like with their moveset. It was really well done. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I really enjoyed Keith's match. 100%. Now, uh, I'm assuming that this is your worst match of the night. This match was ass. <laughs> it was, look, man, I have a problem with, and and when it ended, I was like, damn, it ended so fast, like, huh? And I have a problem with the fact that everything that happened after the match was more important than the match. And we're talking about Tony Storm, Serena Deeb, Athena, and Britt Baker. This is, oh, now we're on the board. Linden tied up 2-2 yep. to Pete. Pete now has a, another loss. I thought Britt was going to win. Lynn took Tony. I I think I said back in the on the previous episode. I thought it was like fifty one percent Brit, forty nine percent. That's exactly Storm. what you said. Because it's like it was only those two were going to be were going to win. There's no way they're giving it to Athena because she lost like Jade Cargill, and then it's not going to be Serena Deeb. Even though I like her a lot as a wrestler, she just doesn't have. I feel like it'd be Jamie Hayter before Serena. Yeah, Deeb. she doesn't have like the look of a world champion. Like if she was like a tag team champ like that would, i think that makes more sense for her character but this match was buns bro like yeah it wasn't it felt, good it started off like exactly like how i wanted it it was quick it was fast fast paced the spots were really fun athena had that double suplex but she picked which, them both up yeah and then she landed on brit's face and <laughs> busted her nose no uh brit it's like aw gets a lot of flack for how much blood that there is because Sometimes they cut and whatever they blade to show yeah. the show, whatever. <laughs> Britt Breaker just gets hurt. She legitimately like, bleeds. <laughs> and it's like never her fault. Athena kind of didn't throw it far enough and like landed on her face and just busted her open. I do think that it made Britt look pretty badass. Yeah, it's, like, I was about to say, it made her look a lot cooler for the end portion. <laughs> she did like a thing where she like, she like wiped the blood and like wiped it on Tony and I was like, damn, that's fucking that's that's so yep, good. She was licking it. She put it on her stomach. She Like you said, she rubbed it on Tony. I'm pretty sure she put a little bit on Athena too. Like it was, yeah. she, she did her thing. But again, all of that happened after the match. <laughs> what it, we're it was talking just... about was after. <laughs> Brit losing makes no sense. <laughs> Brit losing in a roll up makes even less sense. This this whole match could have been like a juggernaut fight where these women are like beating each other's asses, and they give it to like their last straw, and then they just they run out of gas. Mm-hmm. And that's where I thought it was going because that's kind of like how it was setting up. They're doing their spots. It was looking really clean, and then I just out of nowhere it was over. It was a yeah. It just the, it. Oh, it's a fast. weak roll up. It was a yeah. weak ass roll up. It wasn't even like a 
like there's times where like they do like the 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 roll up set where they just go back and forth rolling each other up and they're like one two one two one two and then eventually somebody gets it mm-hmm. it was just like quick one two three it's like what yeah it was over like i said like i was so shocked on how fast it ended and i feel like they sacrificed the match for the pop of 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 Paige. I don't I don't know her new name. I'm sorry. Soraya. That's Soraya. Soraya Knight. Yeah. So they did it yeah. for the pop of Paige. And look, man, if the lady who revolutionized the WWE women's brand can't get your women's brand up to snuff, then it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense because they clearly showed that she's a face. She's mm-hmm. coming in as a face. And they had the face win. Win. Yeah. I'm just like <laughs> if you want we talked about this last time. There's no superstars in the women's division in AEW. Soraya is a superstar. superstar. Yeah, she is. And what is she going to do when she comes in here? They're going to have a three-way match. It's going to be Britt, um, Tony, and Soraya. And they're literally going to push Tony to the side. It's literally going to be how... And, and this is funny because this is kind of what happened to Punk almost when Punk fought The Rock and Cena in that triple threat. I feel like She's gonna get pushed to the side, and like it's not gonna matter about Tony. Tony's just there so they can get the belt off her. It's gonna be Soraya and Britt Baker, and neither of them have the belt. <laughs> one of them should have the belt. No, you're it right. Makes sense for one of them to have the belt, and it, it makes more sense if Britt wins that match, takes the belt, then jumps everybody, and then Soraya Knight comes to save everybody. I, it's I was watching it was like somebody's debuting somebody's debuting and then Soraya came and it popped and it was crazy mm-hmm. and then at the end of it they just they just roll out of the ring and then Soraya's hugging Athena and, and Tony um, Storm Tony. And it's just like what what's the storyline here what are we doing and that's like the biggest thing with me I, I think if this was just like a normal Okay, the, my biggest problem, if this was a normal match on like a normal Wednesday, it'd be fine. As long as Britt Baker didn't lose, mm-hmm. it would have been fine. But because Britt Baker lost, I think it's just dumb. That's why I hate this match so much. I, I thought it was, I legit thought it was garbage. Look, I picked Tony to win, but I didn't think she would win like that. Like you said, I thought it was going to be, it became a bloodbath, like a slugfest towards the end. And it wasn't that. This made Tony look weak. I'm a big fan of Tony, but like, now you're not even the lead face on your roster and you're the champion. Nope. Yep. It's ju- it's literally just going to push you to the side once again. And I, I don't like that. And like with the first match, you can't help but think of future ramifications because of what happened in this match. It, 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 with other matches, you can exclude. We can exclude FTR from the claim match, but you cannot exclude Serena Knight running out and being the savior to the champion who yep. now looks weak. It's just, it's not a good look. I don't know where it's going. Um, Like before I said, I'm going to let it cook. I'm not going to let this one cook. Does it just make any sense? It just doesn't, uh, my, it, this is just, it just seems to me like bad booking. Mm-hmm. And this, and hopefully they can get it right because the women have so much potential, but like, they just book it bad, man. Don't know what, don't know what it is over there, but what are you rating this one? Yeah. So I'm gonna give this a 1.5 as in a 1.5 speed because I watch this. I need to watch this match on 1.5 speed to get it over with because it was not good. No, <laughs> I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a 1.3 i i uh i tapes. Yeah. 
<laughs> just wasn't good. Just Back not to- good. No. Like the pop was great. I love that Soraya's here. But at the expense of the match, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't I, get it. I agree. I feel like it could have handled so much better. I agree 2000%. And now for the final. Oh, wait, real quick before we do the final match. Do you want to talk about some of the in-between stuff? Because like MJF plays, had yeah. his whole thing. We have FTR and all of that. Like that, those were the two major in-betweens. But man, MJF came out and cooked Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> Wheeler Yuta just gets cooked, man. He might be going for the Ring of Honor Championship because I don't know what he's doing next either. Like he's in no man's land because he gave up the pure... I thought to go chase something else and like maybe it's Ring of Honor getting Claudia out of the way. I don't know. But just like Scissor Me Daddy ass is over, the devil worshippers are going to be over soon enough. I, I think this is a good because I, what I projected last um, last episode was that MJF wasn't cashing in this time. That he was yep. going to cash in um, like the next big pay-per-view. So in between that time, you need to keep him relevant. I think him and Yuta would be a pretty solid like match. Like uh Feud. filler filler's the bad word, but like <laughs> if he fights Yuta, we all know where it's going. So it's kind of like it's kind of filler in, in a sense, but I MJF is just the biggest asshole in the world and I love him. <laughs> yeah. Then he I like too. made Tony Schiavone just like he just like pushed him down. <laughs> when that just, happened, I was like, no, Tony. <laughs> I thought that was so well done. Like I'm trying to remember the last time where they kind of like fucked around with like um like a commentator or something mm-hmm. like that we're like he's not going to do that to taz like no suplex him yeah but like you can do that to tony shivani sure <laughs> why not like l- let's just keep building this heat and um you wheeler yuda is just like the pure baby face i think it all makes sense i had a really good time watching this promo my buddy miles who watched this who didn't really understand what the promo was thought it was hilarious <laughs> he thinks mjf is like the coolest dude ever he's the man bro and then when you have w morrissey coming out and like just being his his attack dog i just loved it mjf looked so strong in that moment punching with the ring having morrissey come out and just dominate yeah it, it's I was like, damn, the firm is real. It's fun seeing somebody's like first time eyes on the prize. And they're like, yeah, MJF is gas. It's like, okay, that's really good when you want new eyes on the product and the top people have that like pizzazz. Mm -hmm. So I thought that to me, that's just like, I love that stuff. And and I thought where that worked, I thought MJF's other faction didn't like the the gun club versus FTR does nothing for me. Does absolutely nothing for me. Yeah. Like what are the. Are they trying to get over the gun club in that <laughs> I, I can see it because I can just see them cheating and having the gun club essentially win by cheating. And it doesn't really hurt FDR because they're also just mega red hot. Yeah. And I kind of like the storyline of like the FDR FTR kind of just keep getting stopped <laughs> before they can actually challenge for the belt. Like they said, that I think in the promo, they're like, We've been the number one contender since April. Like they, they have. <laughs> I kind of like the storyline with FTR. It, it, it's fun, and now the Gun Club's just like, "Hey, fight us!" And FTR's just like, "We just want to fight for the belts." Do you make the Gun Club win to fight the claimed again? Yeah, yeah. I think I think you. I think you, if you want to establish like MJF and like their whole group, I think the Gun Club can win by cheating, mm-hmm. and it'd be fine. But it still gets them over, and it's even more storyline because MJF's former tag team used to be FTR. Yeah. So, so. I, I, I think I think the storyline's there and 
FTR is in a position where they can put the over uh, the gun club and it'd be fine. Yeah. Okay, you convince me, and they don't lose any belts. They don't lose. Okay, as long as yeah, my as no long belts, as my boys no belts okay. lost, or they cool. could lose like they could lose like the Ring of Honor belt. Sure. <laughs> That that's fine. Like but they ain't losing lose, the IWGP. They ain't losing the IWGP. Hell no. They, yeah. There's no way in hell they're losing that. But if they want to, if say FTR is traveling more, especially since they're IWGP and they go to Japan or something like that, and you want to keep the ROH belts local in in the sphere and local, I think Gun Club is fine. They're okay. up and coming. Uh, it gives them some credibility to their name a little bit, and which they with, need. Yeah, and just with MJF as like the leader, it's like I think it kind of makes sense. Puts the put the belts on the firm. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Fair enough. I see. I see what you're saying. You convinced me. And speaking of that, let's get to the final match: Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. You got MJF up in the the owner's box with his little with his casino, looking down at his thing. And look, man, I don't think this has been this was Moxley's best match as a champion. But I still think it was how you felt about pocket orange Cassidy's how I feel about this match. I feel like it was solid. It did its job. Was it the best championship match? No. But was it a bad match? No. No, not at all. I, I really enjoyed this match for what it was. I feel like, to me, the name, like, Boxley versus Danielson is a huge deal. It got 19 minutes. I feel like it probably should have got like 29 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Especially as they're like the Blackpool Combat Club, they're brawlers, and they did brawl. Don't get me wrong. The fact that they were like slapping the shit out of each other, like... For all those Brian Danielson neck kicks to Moxley, I was just like, oh my gosh. Some of those chops were (laughs) echoing for miles. That part was good. I just feel like they... You have two just historic hall of fame wrestlers like in the ring together and they paid homage to wrestling history too by doing that on the head thing uh when yeah. they were slapping each other that was fun to, um, to a was, new, i forget the new japan wrestlers but they paid homage. i saw the clips after yeah and mox with the curb stop for yeah Wallet. to seth i love that and i was like oh is the superman punch coming up is the spear coming up it never came but that was kind of cool that mox kind of like gave the nod to win kind of the like championship, gave his yeah, gave his gave a nod to his homie. I, I would love if he if for him to win the next one, he pulls out the spear of the Superman punch or like a pedigree or something. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh, kind of like the Pac and Orange Cassidy thing. I my biggest problem with this match is just I wish it was longer. I wish we could have seen them just. I feel like. Kind of like the women's match, where like they were going full throttle. I was hoping they like gas out, and that's why somebody lost. Mm-hmm. It didn't really feel like that in this match, where like it, it feels like Moxie got like the good hook in, tapped him out, which was great. I love that. I love the ending, but like I feel like they still had the like, gas in them that I wanted to see that. Yeah, and that's and- my only like real problem with the match. That's why it wasn't match of the night for me. It's like I love that Moxley submits Danielson. Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club, y'all know y'all's moves, y'all are doing each other's moves. It makes sense. The only way to take out a warrior like Danielson is to put him out. You have to put him out. Yep. But like you said, I feel like he's, they still both had gas and it's like they needed to be dog tired to where, oh, this is the last stand. We got the submission. Now they both lay on their backs like Moxley wins. That That's kind of what I wanted from it. And that's why it's not match of the night for me. But like you yeah. said, still great. And I love that he submitted him. That was there, like. There's a, there was a spot, a match, a match a few years ago where like 
it was kind of like the same thing two brawlers two like grapplers and they get to the point where they're like they're like chopping each other and they just keep chopping each other and then they just both just fall down See, like exhausted like, they can't, they, they can't, i know kenny did that one in a match with okada where okada was like setting up for like a rainmaker and kenny just like fell down and collapsed <laughs> it was like that's where it's like they gave it their all mm-hmm. and that's kind of what i was hoping for but it, it's one of those things where like they're restricted on time because this isn't a pay-per-view this was a tv show they had two hours to fill five matches and because of that it's like it's like do i want to like dock points because of that not really i'm just but it's how see. but it's how it made us feel though so like yeah, that's like an honest thing also the tv cut before oh um, i hated it before brian put the belt on moxley i hate and, that i had to go to tiktok to watch that <laughs> yeah it's like that could have been a really cool yeah. moment and i just missed it it's just the tv cut like right there which and, and it's supposed to be like you this is the blackpool combat club establishing themselves as the top faction it's like yeah. like these two dudes there's no beef i'm putting the belt around and yep. regal you get back i respect this and that should have been shown on tv and it's gonna be shown on rampage on friday yes. and they're gonna do the whole kenny omega thing where it's like after the match on on wednesday this happened yeah so stuff like that otherwise the match a lot of fun a lot of a lot of brawling, a lot of grappling, a lot of slapping. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of bi- slapping. In the words of Big E, big meaty men slapping Sla- meat. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. There was like a spot where he did, uh, Moxie did one of his moves on the ramp that I thought was just, that looked Ooh. so good. He like, so he like suplexed Danielson. It looked like it hurt. And then he like kind of like slid down the ramp. And, and then he rolled into the ring, the ring and it's like, yeah. oh, that was that was a it was really so good spot. beautiful. And like that was a really way, good spot. The way Danielson sold getting hit on that ramp, it was like, oh, I know that hurt. Yeah. So overall, great match. I wish we could have seen the ending and I wish we could have got like seven to ten minutes more. Facts. But I'm I mean, just happy for- my guy got it. Like it's like, but yeah. the only thing I'll say is I want a I I can't have Max cash in at least until the end of the year. Like they got a whole, cause like John, like granted, you're going to give it to him so John can get his vacation, but like, let's make him a, ch- a, a champ longer than two weeks. Oh, well, the thing, <laughs> I, the thing is box needs to go on vacation. He He's does. always like going on vacation. And so I, I can see, I, I got to look up when the next like big pay-per-view is for, for AEW, for A-Dub, but I let's feel see. like, this is you, going to be a very short stint. So you think it's going to happen when, um, whenever the next one is. So look, all right, I got the 2022 up. Okay, so the next one is Battle of the Belts, October 7th? Or f- I think it'll be full gear. TV. No, it's got to say Battle of the Belts is like, it would have to be full gear. Yeah, and then, and then full gear is in New Jersey, November 19th, in that area for MJF. Yeah, it'll it'll probably be full. full gear November. Yeah, two month rain, and that's cool. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Like, give him like just two month, two three months. That's all I wanted. Yeah, and, and in the meantime, Mox can. Oh, you know what? I, I think it'd be great if Mox kind of got quote unquote hurt mm. in Battle of the Belts, and then when he fights MJ, at, at like I guess maybe okay, maybe not. Maybe at full gear he gets quote unquote hurt. So it doesn't look too bad when um, MJF beats him. When MJF beats him, type of thing, and that uh, way Mox can go on vacation for whatever, and then come back months, strong. Come yeah. back, and he can fight MJF again. And how they ever want to handle that, that'd be great. So, but he proved, man, he's the ace of AW, and I love it. I 
I, I like that he's like the fighting ace of AEW. He's not like he's not like the rock where the rock is like all Mike and his in-ring work is fine or whatever. But yep. like Mox is like he's the full package. He, he's the perfect it, champion. The only thing is he doesn't do that like outside the ring stuff because he doesn't like people. But like mm-hmm. in terms of what you want inside the ring and promo wise, yep. he kills it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, I I'm just mad, but that I picked Danielson and he lost. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I thought this was a really it makes solid sense. Match. Look, hey, another potential storyline. Brian Danielson may be going after Ring of Honor and save it for the for the custody of Daniel Garcia. <laughs> I, I think I think that does make sense. Uh, it man, just like, it just fucks Claudio. Like Claudio's fucked no matter what. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace to Claudio. Honestly, that sucks. But like, we'll see where it goes from here. Maybe he like is just chilling and with Yuta or something like that. And <laughs> oh, maybe Claudio can fight Morrissey or something like that. Ooh, or maybe Claudio fights and you bring back Samoa Joe, and maybe Claudio fights Samoa Joe. That'd be and you, fun. And you bring back that old rivalry. Yep, I'm gonna let that one cook. We'll see mm-hmm. where that goes, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much Claudio. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. Friday, um, but you talk, you guys will hear this Friday. So that night, there is a, a AEW Rampage Part Rampage, Two. Rampage, yep. Yeah, um, it's two hours. Only thing I'm really interested in is seeing Hook and Action Bronson bust up on the Jericho Society. That looks that looks fun. Um. Eddie Kingston versus Sammy Guevara. Oh yeah, they're bringing because they apologize to each other. They're finally letting them do it. <laughs> I, Eddie is my Eddie is my favorite. He's he's now above Kenny Omega as my favorite AW wrestler. I love Ooh, Eddie Kingston. Okay, bro, his his suicide prevention thing that he came out with was just it was incredible. Dope. Yeah, it, it was. was so good. I love Eddie Kingston so much. I hope I hope he becomes. He, he, you think he'll beat Sammy? Yeah, okay. I do. Okay. Well. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think Sammy's winning, but they're they're getting Sammy hot, man. And then also, was that Malachi Black in that in that body bag? Was that was that the symbolization? Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that'd be interesting. Yeah, because he he asked for his release, and he, it looks like he's got some like mental health problems or something like that. That's and why I think it's fucked up if it was him. Like, if dude, it was him. I mean. I mean, we'll see. Because <sighs> because they're fighting Buddy Matthews and Brody Lee at the Brody King, no, Brody, King Brody King, yeah. excuse me, at uh Friday yep. for the uh with with like it's a no holds bar, no, a no disqualification. disqualification. Yep. Yeah, it's like the end of the feud. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a couple ones I want to see. I mean, Hobbs and Starks are fighting. That's the one. Oh my gosh, that's the one. And I need my man Ricky Starks to win so we can begin the ascent to AEW champion. Yeah. Yeah, I I think Starks needs to win that one because they can they can continue that because Hobbs won the first one, mm-hmm. if Starks wins the second one, they can do a third one. So they I'm can, hoping. or if they don't, and you want to send Hobbs somewhere meaningful, and give someone who's a champion someone meaningful to fight, Wardlow is dying for someone. Like Wardlow needs someone at the TNT Championship, and I think Hobbs versus Wardlow would be nuts i'll say hobbs versus wardlow or morrissey versus wardlow right now i think it's kind of where we're at yeah um, yeah that's kind of like what i'm thinking but yeah i mean rampage is probably going to be a whole lot of fun i will mm-hmm. probably watch it to be honest same 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 um, i saw some clips of action bronson doing like a <laughs> like a body to body suplex that looked pretty clean so i'm i'm hyped for that yeah. I, i'm excited i love uh matt menard or whatever his name is from the jericho appreciation society 
I, I love him. So I'm just looking forward to seeing those people that I thoroughly enjoy watching and Action Bronson. Just go at it. It'll be fun. Yeah, I agree. Well, word, that's pretty much everything. Uh, y'all won't, we, we dropped so much oh, content. One oh, more thing. One more thing. Did you see the news that CM Punk is probably likely to get bought out? Hey, He's yeah. not coming back. Done. It's Done just rumors piece. now, but that is, I think that is the best route for both parties at this yeah, point. Yeah, I agree. And then that, and then like we can bring Kenny and the Bucks back in November. Full game. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, set up, set up the Bucks versus the Acclaimed if they want to do that. I think that'd be really fun. And or you the, can let them go get their trios titles back versus Pac, even though like <laughs> those things don't mean anything. Like, yeah, I feel like. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see when they come back and who's the champ. I would prefer Good Kenny point. at the top of the card. Yeah, same. And then not in the trio. But I don't but... necessarily want to see Kenny versus MJF. I see, don't. I, I do. Oh, you think, it, you think it'd be good? I think it'd be really fun. Ooh, okay. You might convince me. Uh, Kenny just, Kenny can like do anything with any character. Like when he did like him and Okada, it was super serious business, all this stuff. And then he, do you know who Toru Yano is? And new japan by any chance uh uh-uh, no i don't so he's like the clown he's mm-hmm. like the jokester he always cheats to win but he cheats in like by like tying you up in rope so you can't or like get away okay he's like, he's like a terrible wrestler but he's like he's a comedic relief so you can have that and, type of stuff with him and him, him and kenny killed it and i think kenny can do anything with anybody and i think what i think kenny just elevating mjf would be really cool to see 100 percent. all right well yeah then maybe look that's something i'm gonna let cook for myself yeah. and we shall yep. see yep but that's pretty much everything pete tell the people where they can follow you at on social media yeah if you want to follow me i'm most active on my anime twitter so if you're not a fan of anime that's where i'm most active though anyway uh what do you say annie what do you say a n i on twitter um if you want to talk wrestling yeah i i'm i talk wrestling every now and then on that on that account but yeah it's mostly anime but Hey, That's man. where you can find me. Y'all go follow Pete. Check out his pod. Y'all can follow me at NBWT. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. A lot of content out on both sides. Check out both me and Pete's content. But we will be off next week, probably back in two weeks, because like we've dropped a lot of videos for y'all. Yeah. Y'all go check them out. We've dropped like three, so y'all go check out that, and we'll let some storylines cook. But we will be back soon. Until yes. then, y'all have a good one, and peace. The Work Shoot Show.